Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. We are back. And we are live. It is Fight IQ presented by Rotowire. Here to talk UFC 87, the rematch, because we're in the era of rematches in the UFC. It's Israel Adesanya. Actually, i got to flip that. It's Alex Pereira, who is the A-side. He is the champion. Taking on Israel Adesanya as the challenger, the former champ. This is their rematch, the second fight. They fought a few times in kickboxing, and we're going to go through it here on Fight IQ. Talk about everything DraftKings for UFC 287. 13 fights on this card. I'm your host, the Daily Fantasy Sniper. With me, as always, the co-host, the analyst, the important guy to the show, Joe down there. Sun Tzu, you maybe see him flip around with his green screen. Green screen, He is playing. And Chris, also known on Twitter as the onelyest, onlyest, I don't know. He's got some weird name. Follow him on Twitter if you want to see some weird stuff um, and some crazy takes. Guys, Joe, I'll start with you. How was your week? You ready for this card? Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm a bit depressed, truth be told. I was all excited to uh, make the announcement on, on Monday that this was Chris Barnett fight week. And unfortunately, at five foot nine, he could not make the 265-pound limit uh, a week ahead of time. So I was already crafting in my head multiple lineups with Chris Barnett. I was kind of like, I called my contractor. I was going to remodel a bathroom with the money that I won. Um, fading Chase Sherman because you know Chase fading Chase Sherman we all know is better than compound interest. Say the line. It's the rule of seventy-two, baby. So now I, I had to call my contractor up, put him on hold. Hopefully he'll give me my deposit back. And now we've got Carl Williams, and we got you know Chase the Great at eight point eight k on DraftKings, and plus what three forty, three twenty. So we'll get there, I, was, yeah. I was a little depressed, dude. Chris, how's your week? You doing good? You doing well? Week's pretty good. Um, I co-signed with Joe. I mean, that was the silliest dog money. I think it opened at like plus 200 or something. Um, we all know how that was going to go. Um, main event, as you mentioned, uh, that it's pretty silly to me that we're getting any kind of plus money on one guy who's beaten the other one three times. Uh, I know two weren't in MMA. I know we heard him a couple of times. Yada, yada, yada. We will get to all the reasons why I think Alex Pereira beats Israel Adesanya even worse the third time around. And uh, I'm excited to talk some fights. So let's get to it. All right, you guys who are on YouTube, uh, welcome. We'll see you guys in the chat. Happy to talk some fights with you guys. Uh, and we'll do we'll do our reads up front. Make sure you go to rotowire.com slash free 10-day free trial to all their premium content. No credit card required. They got you covered with all kinds of good stuff for all kinds of sports, season-long, daily fantasy, all that. 
at Rotowire. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Rotowire MMA, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Record these Fridays, eight o'clock pay-per-view weeks. Come join us in the chat if you don't already. All right, let's go ahead. Let's jump into some fights. And actually, what I am, I guess, the teaser for the whole card is all I keep hearing all week is how there's so many great underdogs to choose from. You can make a case for everybody. I got a couple I can make a choice for. I think that narrative is really overblown this week. I mean, there, there's a couple I'm mixing in, but we'll, we'll get there. And, and I'm and, and I'm I'm really dogs I like Font Ponzinibbio and maybe we're gonna talk about all of them. We're gonna we're gonna. The, the yeah, two, two out of three. Yeah, two out of three. I I agree, Joe. Yeah, two, two out, out of three. three. But There's, I wonder. I wonder which two. I wonder which. Yeah, two. I, I don't. I don't. I think we're confusing with live dogs versus like. Well, I, I I'll tell you what. At least on one of those, one of those three, the uh, the line should be flipped. All right, we're we're gonna get there. I'm actually I'm, I I'm pretty chalky this week with. I think there's more GPP dogs to talk about DraftKings specific, but we'll get there. Let's let's dig into the fights. I'm into everyone's into font, guys. You gotta have to explain this to me a little bit. I I, I kind of get it, but I, you know, let's just save it. Let's just save it. Let's get to the fights. Let's, first up, we're gonna talk about Jacqueline Amarim. She's minus two seventy five against Sam Hughes, who is plus two thirty five. Amarim ninth. I don't know if I said the price is something to. First fight, you know, focus in. Amram's 9,000. Sam Hughes, 7,200. Not sure I let off that way. And first fight of the night's a women's fight. We have to start with Joe. Joe, you're up. Yeah, so um, Amarin has a V rating of 2.0. By the way, the V met. Plus, I get to watch Chris score him the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the, the, so just so you guys know. I, I was so hoping you'd forgotten. No, no, you. no. How could I forget something that's 6 and 1? With with major dogs, actually no, five no, and two. No, 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 it's five, five and two. two. But KGB Lee got robbed. So <laughs> any in any case, this is the first uh, V metric play. Amarin's two and there's great narrative. This is actually a revenge fight for her. Now you're asking, looking at tapology, they never fought. How could this be a revenge fight? Well, Sam uses Stella Nunez, Stella Nunez, and Jacqueline Amarin. So. This is a revenge fight. She can, she's going to kind of, uh, you know, beat her girl down a bit, you know, um, and avenge Estela Nunez's loss. And uh, I like Amarin a lot here. In all seriousness, um, LFA, um, top-notch jiu-jitsu. Sam uses tough, which I think actually plays into me liking Amarin more for DraftKings because, you know, one takedown, very little significant strikes, very little control time, and a choke. And you're looking at like 95 points at 9K, which is not something you really want in GPPs. It's okay in cash. But I think, you know, you might be able to tough it out. We might even, you know, maybe get this into the second round, get some control time, get a few multiple takedowns. But I like Amarin here, and I think this is one of my favorite cash plays. It's funny. I've seen a lot of love for Sam Hughes just based on how they looked in the scales because Amarin, you know, a little bit sucked out and kind of looked meh. And you got... And you get Sam Hughes flexing and looking. Oh, well, you forgot about the revenge fight. Sam Hughes always yeah. looks in shape, though. Sam Hughes was what a, a steeple chaser or something. Yeah, like she's that. she's in, in great shape. I just yeah, she I always is in great shape. Unfortunately, yeah, but, but, she she gets taken down by her pillow at night. So and that's uh, that's the issue. So bad stylistic matchup. So I'm on Amram as well. Chris, who you got? What yeah. what's your V? What is your V rating for the fight, sir? Uh, my um, MMA rating for the fight is very very mm-hmm. high. Um, no, I think to it. Joe's the guy who brings in the views. I'm just here to look. I'm just here to be funny 
and you're here to say crazy shit. You can be like, no, our rules. Well, no, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the MMA kid, at least in my own mind. But um, no, I, I agree. I like her a lot, Emrim. Um, and I think I think she's got some GPP upside as well, just because. Hey, you mentioned the um, the, the takedown accuracy rate, the getups, and and the potential repeat takedowns. And also, Sam Hughes can't really win a fight unless she's the one wrestling offensively. She's not going to be able to do that here because she's not as good at jiu-jitsu as Amarim is. So I really don't see much paths for her. Like, she's sort of a slow, plodding boxer. That's never really gotten her anywhere. I don't think she'll start here. I think Amarim could be a nice pay-up option here because it's 13 fights. Nobody's really going to be paying attention to her. We got bigger names up the card. And uh, I like it a lot. I mean, I could see 103, 104 pretty easy here. So uh, I, I like Amram a lot, and I'm going to be kicking off the card with a bang, I hope. All right, next fight up, we're going to talk Shailen Nurenbake, here on known as Yilin Shao. He's 8,900 taken on Steve Garcia. Garcia is 7,300. Line in this fight. Shaw is minus 185. Garcia is plus 160. I had something to say, but I'll kick it to Chris while I hit the cough button here to sneeze. So, Chris, you're up. Um, yeah. I um, It's funny because going into that Derek Minner fight with uh, Nur and Becky, I said that uh, Derek Minner's pressure, it could really pay dividends. And we didn't really get to see that because Derek Minner may or may not be a person of interest in – Let's, let's remove may or may not. Let's like I, I'll go ahead and say this for you know I'm gonna speak for all of us. The opinion of this show is clearly, <laughs> clearly Derek Minner was hurt beforehand, and clearly somebody knew about it, and that's what happened. Okay, Period. we can say that. We can okay. say, say and, somebody and knew about it. Let, let's and, let, and let's not go into and the bigger issue we should be talking about is not about is why Derek Minner was in that position in terms of fighter pay, the way they take care of fighters, etc. The gambling stuff's another side of it. But clearly, I mean, I could have finished Derek Minner on that night. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, the best part to me was that he kicks and then he kicked with the same leg. So, that was some kind of fight IQ. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was something. But um, so, so the reason I bring that up is to say that I can't count that as a win or a loss on the fight read because it wasn't a, re a real fight, uh, basically. So I'm going to go with it again here, and I'm going to say that uh, Becky is going to is going to struggle with the pressure of Steve Garcia. Steve Garcia hits very hard. We saw that against Chase Hooper, and Nurembeki doesn't like getting put on the back foot. He's a guy who excels when he can be the bully. I don't think he's going to get to be the bully here at 7,300. There's a lot of potential here. Steve Garcia can wrestle a little bit as well. There, there, there's a lot of ways this can go really, really well. Um, I like Steve Garcia quite a bit. I'm going to have a lot of action in the first few fights here. You guys are going to know how my night went uh, fairly early on. I'm taking Steve Garcia. I actually, so I'm picking uh, Yalen Shaw just because I think he's cleaner on the feet, and I think Garcia is aggressive. I think he's going to walk into something. But for that reason, I like both sides of this on DraftKings. He is, while I'm not picking him, he's one of my favorite dog plays on the card because I think this is this fight's going to be wild and I'm not really I'm not in on, on Shai Elon. Like it's just kind of up in the air. Garcia's gonna force a big score either way. So I'm picking Shaw, but I, I in general agree with the breakdown. Joe you got so uh quickly a couple quick shout outs here. My my good buddy Alan in Central Coast California man if there is a better place to live I don't know where it is. And uh also Jimmy Jacks uh has been really 
um, given me the the four one one on Rainmakers, which I've kind of gotten into in a major way. So uh, thanks for that, Jimmy Jacks, Alan. You know, hope you're watching. Have a great card. Um, you know, this is this fight is going to be a part of the hot take. I'm, I'm teasing it that I'm going to give. Um, I think I think Garcia is going to be very popular, um, and I think there's certainly this is a GPP fight that you should play. Um, essentially, Garcia early and shy late. So I, I'm, you know, I was initially picking shy and I'm going to kind of back off of that since I, it's not like registered anywhere. And I'm going to go with Garcia. Um, and if he gets it done, I believe he's going to get it done within a round and a half. So I think he's going to be a very popular underdog. Um, yes, he could cardio dump. Um, and if he doesn't get it done in a round and a half, I, I don't think he's gone more than a round and a half and you know in years uh, i mean whoever has topology open can kind of check that out but um if he gets it done he's going to get it done in a round and a half which is why i like this as a gpp fight um yeah i'll have a few shares of shy because i could certainly see him um you know coming on strong late but he's going to have to deal with that initial pressure and if you're a slow starter that's really not something you know you're going to want to deal with so Give me, uh, give me the dog here, um, but play this fight in DraftKings. All right, let's move on. We'll talk about uh, our next fight. Ignacio Bahamendez, 9,400. Take it on Trey Ogden at 6,800. Uh, Bahamendez minus 415. Ogden plus 315. I mean, Bahamendez, I think, is cleaner everywhere and just better. So it's... I guess Trey Ogden gets takedowns. He can pull something out here, but I'm not. I'm not seeing it. I think Bahamendez is just cleaner on the feet. I'm more 9400. I'm worried about the upside here of Bahamendez. Um, he's going to need a finish. He's gotten third round finishes in each of his last two fights. Kind of, you know, the highlight reel one he had against uh, Danny Roberts. It was so. I, I think it's going to be a striking. I think he's going to keep him on the feet. I think it's going to outstrike him. I think he wins a decision. I'm just not very. I don't feel good about it for DraftKings. Really, Joe, who you got? Yeah, cash play. Um, I like him. I like him here. I mean, yeah, 90, 90, 9.4K is tough, um, particularly for GPPs. I, I think he's safe in cash. I could see him beating up on Ogden and maybe getting a late finish and, you know, scoring enough points to be cash viable, but, uh, you know, GPP borderline here. And then, you know, you've got fighters around him that are going to catch a lot of play. Um, but I, I do like, uh, you know, Trey Ogden kind of, he, he fell into a fortunate situation. I'm not taking anything away from his win, but he was against that highly vaunted prospect who really just didn't show up. Um, you know, he was, what, a 300, you know, plus 300 underdog in that fight and ended up pulling it out. Oh, who is, what's his, Zoo, Zoo, Zoolander? <laughs> I'm calling him Zoolander. Yeah, let's go with that. that works. Yeah, let's go with Zoolander. Yeah, Zoolander never showed up. Um, you know, he got the win, great, great, great win, but I think that, you know, his time is over and, you know, six foot three, <laughs> Ignacio, man, he's massive. He's huge. I think he's going to piece Ogden up. Um, a finish would not surprise me, but if he just beats him up for three rounds, um, what does he throw? Uh, eight strikes a minute. Um, eight, three, three. It's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, look, I'll, I'll take it. Maybe get a knockdown or two. Um, I think he's a very safe cash play. Yeah, Zebhuler really never showed up. It was, that was one of the worst to total. I've seen guys lose 
and lose is fine. He no showed like he slept walk through that fight. I remember it. That was that was rough to watch. Anyway, Chris, who you got? Yeah, just for context, uh, Ogden was sixty. I was sixty eight hundred in that fight and didn't even make ten x. So I mean, it, it was it was it was so bad. Yeah, I, I remember all of it because I had a, a fair amount of Zebulon because he should have. He he just never got on the gas pedal. It was weird, but it happens. I mean, but that, that that's the kind of fighter Ogden is. He's very slow. He's very like you know, do just enough to in each round to win. If you force him into grappling exchanges, he can grapple and actually be kind of fun. But he's not really going to initiate um, that by himself. And you said Roosevelt Roberts. I think you said Danny Roberts, but you meant uh, Roosevelt. Oh Roberts. yeah, yeah, I meant Roosevelt. Yeah, um, Roosevelt Roberts. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, Bob Mundes has already won this fight, kind of. I mean, there's not that much difference between the two guys, and um, and Bob Mundes, like, yeah, cash play because of the crazy volume. If he happens to find a knockout somewhere, he's gonna score big. But uh, yeah, ninety by ninety four, is it? It's too much, and I don't trust Ogden. So this is mainly a stay away fight for me in GPPs. Right, let's go ahead and let's move on to Lupita Lupi Godinez, 9,200, taking on Cynthia Calvillo at 7,000. Not in this fight, Godinez, minus 300, Calvillo, plus 250. It's funny. This is the one – this is the dog I, I, I am on. I'm going to take Cynthia Calvillo just because of the step-up in competition. Uh, it's a big one. The problem is Lupi is going to want to grapple, and if Calvillo can't stop the takedown, she's way too comfortable on her back. She definitely is. I'm glad to see if Cabello looked weight, made weight. She's she's the kind of fighter that's hard to get a read on because you never know which version of her is going to show up. And I can say that again later in the night. It's a fight that really frustrating me for that reason is um, oh, who is it? Who is it? Castellum and Curtis. Castellum and Curtis. I have no idea which version. Each of those guys has five versions of them, and I don't know which one of them is going to show up to fight each other. It's it's for that reason that that fight drives me bananas um and i feel like calvillo the same way i just i'm i'm taking the shot on her price because if she if she can get on top i think her jujitsu is better the problem is her offensive wrestling on the feet i loopy's bad on the feet to me it's loopy needs to get takedowns the problem is if i'm wrong in my read loopy's gonna put up a big score loopy puts up a good score in her win here because it'll be a lot of takedowns or control time so i'm gonna have both sides of this fight Push me for a pick. I'm taking Calvillo for some of the experience in the better BJJ. Uh, Chris, you're first for this fight. So, yeah, I'm taking Calvillo, but I think I'm a little more confident in it than you are. I uh, I, I think her, her... You're, not, you're not at all concerned about the offensive wrestling of Loopy? Because that's my concern. Not really, because I think that if it hits the ground, she's just going to be so much better at jujitsu that it's not going to matter. I think she, she lays there. She lays there for so long. I know, but this time I think she can actually work. I still, I still, I maybe I'm biased. I still remember that uh, Gator roll against Amanda Bobby Cooper. Was it where she climbed up the back and found the rear naked? You choke? mean Amanda Bobby Cooper who got put on her ass by by Mackenzie Dern? I don't recall that. No, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, I think that, and I'm glad you mentioned the boxing because usually it's the boxing that is like her downfall, and you're screaming at her to wrestle. I now know I she's think, a better striker. Yeah, yeah. Now I think if she stays on the feet, the boxing is actually going to look pretty good and play up here. So I think she's actually got more advantages in this fight than she's had in a long time. And uh, I think I think this is the the spot to pick her. I don't know how many more of these you're going to get, but I think this is a spot where. The opponent hasn't really done much. You mentioned the step up in competition, 
And if she can't, like, boss her opponent around, which I don't think she's going to be able to do to Calvillo, I don't really think she has a good time. So my pick is Calvillo, and I, I feel pretty good about it, actually. <laughs> no one's going to have a good time. Joe, you got it. Okay, so I was pleasantly surprised when she made weight without the hoop. I mean, I thought she, she was good. definitely going to need the hoop. Um, she's coming off a four-fight losing streak. This has got to be a pink slip fight for her, right? I mean, there's – like, she doesn't let, – let's be frank, and I, I'm trying to be kind here. She doesn't have the looks of a fighter that the UFC is going to give, you know, five losses to and keep on the roster, right? She was, so, she was, she was a Nate Diaz stable person, but now, you know – it's not, yeah, it's, I mean, she was at alpha male it. for all that time, and now I think she yeah. moved to Vegas, trades in mean, Vegas. It also doesn't mean as much as it used to. Okay, so what I did is I, I pivoted off of um, – I, I was going to play Rodriguez in cash, um, and I pivoted once I saw how – how well, be, I, I actually – we could get into that later. But, you know, I, I kind of flipped bec- for, the, for the scale. I mean, you know, Rodriguez did not look good. He looked soft. He, he didn't make weight. He took extra time. <laughs> and Calvillo looked pretty good. So I'm kind of back on Calvillo for cash, um, you know, and, and off C-Rod. Um, so I guess I'll pick her. Um, you know, I was kind of looking at Calvillo as having a really solid floor at her price point. So um, I'll, I'll kind of join the, the I'll join uh, Christopian and go with, uh, you know, go with Calvillo here. Chris. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. I'll go again. I, I gotta go. No, 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 no. I got distracted for a second. I had to mute to handle a quick question on the homestead. Let's go to the next fight. Let's talk. Oh, it's Joe's favorite fight. I'm glad Joe gets to go first. Carl Williams, 9,500, taking on Chase Sherman, 8,800. Yeah, those don't match because of the late pullout. Sherman's price was already set, and I ain't gonna pay a premium on him. Carl Williams, minus 425. Chase Sherman, plus 325. Um, Carl Williams should take down Chase Sherman and teabag him for three rounds. Don't play, don't play Chase Sherman. I said, if a very deep GPP shot, I'm going to save everybody some time. Joe, who you got? Yeah. So look, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, well, yeah, he is. Uh, Sean, is that the world's smallest microwave on top of that little white refrigerator behind you? Yes, that is my microwave. Listen, when I was dying, dying from COVID, I got my own, I stayed just in this office. I was fully self-contained. Nice. Some is that a yeah. Coke or a Diet Coke pillow? It's an easy bake that oven. Is, that, is, that is a Diet Coke pillow. Okay, yeah, I was thinking as much. Okay, back to back to fights. Um, he, here is the risk with Williams, right? So, um, Williams is coming off, taking this on short notice, coming off of a fight, which is anyone will tell you that taking a short notice fight is much worse when you're coming off of having fought than just coming off of just simply doing your daily training. And the reason for that is, you know, especially when you win, like he did, and win win impressively, um, you're going to kind of go off the rails a bit. You know, you're going to, you know, have a, have a few cocktails, some food, um, and, you know, maybe take a little bit of time off. So my concern here is cardio. Now, what I would like to see happen is I would like to see Williams – take Chase Sherman, and because he's not that big a finisher, get a lot of ground control time and just ride him out. I think the more he has to work, um, you know, like we love rinse and repeat takedowns for scoring, but, you know, no one's going to confuse Carl Williams with Marab. So, you know, no? give me a takedown around. 
I'll take three takedowns. I'll take a lot of control time. Um, you know, some significant strikes. Look, Chase has got the world's biggest head. He's easy to hit. Um, you know, and, you know, let Carl Williams kind of grind out um, a decision. Maybe give me four takedowns. I don't know. You've seen Kelvin Gaston's melon? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's he's a hard guy to use in GPP, but, you know, he's coming off of a 130-point win, a decision win. <laughs> um, and I think that's going to draw a lot of people in. I, I see him as more of a cash play, personally. Um, you know, again, I, I don't know that we're going to get rinse and repeat takedowns on Chase Sherman, just because I don't think Chase Sherman's that good at getting up. Um, you know, you get, maybe, uh, control time. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get control. Let's get control time. Let's get a takedown around. Let's get a few pitter patter, like hitting that big head of chases and, you know, come away with uh, you know, a one Oh five, one ten. I think it's a perfect cash score. So yeah, I'm gonna pick Williams here. I can't pick Chase. Um, I know some people have picked Chase. Um, I just can't do it. I mean, oh Clint, you know, a couple other people. Like, you know, look, I'm not saying there's not a path to victory here. All kidding aside, I mean, if Williams has to work too hard to get takedowns, I could see him gassing. I mean, you know, I could certainly see him gassing. I just hope Chase Sherman is smart. Will keep bringing pressure. Like he's not gonna stop. You guys say Chase. He's gonna walk forward the whole time. Yeah, so, I mean, he just needs to get him down, hold him down, get the control time, and hit him in that big head, and we'll be good. Please stop saying that. It makes me laugh every time. Chris, who you got? So, I actually wrote in one of my uh, breakdowns that if Hit him in that big head. Please say you said that. Yeah. that was, Joel actually stole that from me, and I'm very angry about it. No, um, I actually wrote that if this wasn't, like, with the weird conditions with the price and Chase Sherman, this would actually be – really good conditions to take a shot on a dog because it's a, it's as Joe mentioned, a late heavyweight, a guy who fought a month ago, a little, a little more than a month ago and had eight takedowns in that fight. And it was an exhausting fight for him. So everything seems to line up to be like, yeah, maybe take a shot. And especially Chase Sherman's that much money. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to be on it. He's going to be like 13% off. So if he gets a finish, it's going to be big. Here's the reason why it's still hard to do it. And, I mean, he's gotten he's even gotten better. He's incorporated light kicks, which are nice. He's not consistent with anything. He gets so tired. He gets tired. He still tries to fight, but he can't do it. And Carl Williams lasted those three rounds, God bless him. Uh, eight, eight takedowns, like I said. I, and, uh, <clears throat> like, we'll see how hard he has to work here. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't hate a couple of GPP shots for the reasons I laid out. But, like, I think the most common thing that's going to happen here is he's going to take down Sherman maybe two or three times. Sherman's going to give up and wilt, and he's either going to sub or maybe finish him with strikes. And, but he's, he's never had a sub. And I think a finish by strikes is, like, I don't know, it's a lot. It's, like, plus 400 or something. So that's something to look into. Um I don't really see this fight seeing the final bell because I just think there's going to be too much wrestling and, and somebody's going to give. So I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I still have to take Williams, but I can't hate a Chase Sherman. There's going to be massive scarcity on it. And hey, it's low level heavyweight. So I'm, why not? I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd be making a bet because I'm almost positive you get plus money for a fight does not go to decision. For really? A fight. Yeah, it's, it's the, there's, I'm pretty sure the over two and a half was like pick them. It's, cool. Over two and a half is minus one fourteen. Fight uh, wow. ends inside the distance minus one fifteen apiece. Pick them. So so not quite plus money, but but pick them there. Yeah, good enough. 
All right, let's uh, move on to the next fight. Let's talk B. Joe Pfeiffer. No, yes, it is. No, they skip a fight. They skip a fight. It didn't. Good. All right, start over. B. Joe Pfeiffer. B. Joe Pfeiffer, guys. He's 8,700. Gerald GM3 Mearshart is 7,500. A line on this fight right now. Ah, I opened up my other odds here. Damn you, Carl Williams and Chase Sherman inside the distance. Damn you. All right, Piper's minus one ninety. Mearshart's plus one sixty five. Look, guys, just just be Joe Piper. Uh, no, GM three is um, he's a live dog because it's really look. If Joe Piper is not who we think he is, Mearshart is going to give him the vet lesson and beat him. Period. There are spots where this is. I think I'm a little higher than than the crowd. Like the crowd is into Christian Rodriguez and Michelle Waterson Gomez, and I'm. I think gonna light those plays up because I don't like them. So I get to I get to replace my my ownership with somebody, and I'm gonna replace it with some GM three. I think this fight is good on both sides in um, on DraftKings because I think either Piper is gonna go out and not quite Hamza Shemaev starts him on strikes in the first round, but he'll pressure him and beat him on the feet in the first round. Or if he's not as good as we think, Amir Shart will take him down and 7,500 maybe get a sub and. I like the winner two of this fight to end up in the optimal lineup. So I like this fight quite a bit. I'm going to pick Joe Piper and the pressure and the striking and getting it done. But a GM3 win does not would not surprise me. Uh, what's up to everybody in chat and everybody who's all high on those two I just mentioned. Get ready to send some hate my way. Some hateful, hateful stuff coming. Including, I, I mean, I know the V-metric is going like to well, like Gomez, but I, I, I can't do it, guys. I can't, I can't do it. All right. Chris, I think you're first. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about this fight. I think there'd be a different kind no, of No, 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 no. I can't pick Waterson go with this next. I'm leading in. It's called a tease, Chris. I'm teasing it. Right. Okay, I got you. But um, yeah, this is to me, this is like this is that classic early, early fight. It's either um Pfeiffer early or uh Mearshard late. And Mearshard- I think it, you can't make a case for Mearshard early. Like if Pfeiffer can't stop a takedown, Mearshard gets no, on top. because I by Mearshart doesn't wrestle that much early. That's part of his problem is that he should. He he should for sure, but he he just stands there upright. I think ever since he stopped Eric Spicely with a body kick, he thinks that uh, that's just what he should be doing. But uh, I, you know, it's got to be late because you almost have to force him to wrestle. Like if you hurt him or wear him down, he's like, okay, I guess we have to do it now. But, um, yeah, he just gets hurt too much. Even in that mock mood. Muradov fight. He had a terrible first round. He got hurt a lot. He got. He, he was having a bad fight against. Um, was it Dustin Stolfus? Was it was it was a bad fight for him? And then he turned that around too. I just one of these times the clock is going to run out. He's not going to be able to do it. This is one of those times. I know we've been waiting for the chin to explode again, and it hasn't been. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe Michael, maybe. But um, if not, I feel like. Uh, I feel like the the power is just going to play too big, and I actually think Pfeiffer gets the knockout here. I don't think this is this is going to be that exciting. If I'm wrong, if if uh, if if Mirshard can wear him down, then he can beat him. But I don't think he even gets it done on the first takedown. To be honest, I really think Mirshard likes to scramble around. He likes to he likes to give up position. These are some of his favorite hobbies. It doesn't really matter who he's fighting, and then he'll win in the third round. I don't think he gets the chance here. I think Pfeiffer gets a quick and decisive knockout. I'm going Joe Pfeiffer. Joe, who you got? Yeah, so I like GM3. I mean, he's 
you know, he's the lunch pal fighter. He's the kind of guy that eats, you know, fried bologna on white bread with a little bit of ketchup. You know, he's that kind of guy. I what like him. F- I oh. like him. He's good. Um, he pulls, um, you know, he pulls uh, victory out of the jaws of defeat. Um, you know, everybody loves GM3, right? I'm, I'm very happy to see him, you know, having this tenure in the UFC. He's great at taking advantage of other people's mistakes. But I do like Pfeiffer here. I think Pfeiffer is going to finish him. Um, I think this is definitely a fight you need to play because of the inside of the distance line on this fight. Um, you know, yeah, sure, play a few shares at GM3 um, in case he, again, pulls, you know, victory out of the jaws of defeat. Um, but I like Pfeiffer here. I like him to get the finish. Um, one of my favorite GPP plays on the slate. All right, let's move on. Let's talk... Luana Pinheiro, Pinheiro, however you want to say it, 8,600, taking on everyone's darling, Michelle Watterson Gomez, a 7,600 guy. She's married. She hyphened her last name. She trolls would get out of there. Just knock it off. Anyway, and now I, I don't blame any of you, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Pinheiro, minus 175, Watterson, plus 150. Somebody explain to me why Pinheiro is not going to just take down Michelle Watterson and just – beat her to a fucking pulp. And then someone explained to me that even if that doesn't happen, how Michelle Waters is going to end up on the optimal line of scoring 80 points. So I, 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 was not, I know I'm up and I'm going to tell you, it's really sad to see how, you know, Michelle Waters and his letter self go at, at 35 years old. And I'm saying that <laughs> tongue in cheek. She <laughs> is fucking, I'm sorry. I can't say that. She is ripped. Michelle Watterson. I mean, she, yes, she is. She like she is just in great shape. Um, I got uh, on the V scale. I got Michelle Watterson two point four to two point five. I got what's uh, the top of the scale? Wait, what, I, what's the top of the scale? The the top of the scale is three. Um, not too many threes out there. Um, the, I think if, so. I think so far of all the rated fighters, uh, the two highest were um, were uh, Lipsky and um, Grasso. Um, you put had the Lips- you okay? We got to talk. You know, we got to do, then, a, separate, then, you know, do a separate. KTB, KTB is right there with Michelle. Um, so in any separate, case, so I, I got Pinero as a two I got I got Pinero as a two on the V scale. I've got uh, uh, TKH as two point four to two point five. Um, the V scale picks uh, TKH as the winner. I am actually in support of the V scale here. I do not think very much of Pinero, uh, especially outside of the first round. Um, I think she could look really good in the first round. And then you can bet on TKH at like plus 250, plus 300 late. Because I think if Pinheiro cannot get it done in the first round, which I do not believe she will. Because look, Michelle Watterson even looked good in the first round against Lemos. So I, I don't see her getting finished in the first round. I think this is the easiest fight Michelle Watterson has had since Crocs were cool. Um, so let me say TKH here. Plus 135, probably a better bet than a DraftKings play because I don't know that TKH is going to get the finish here. But, like, let's go Michelle Watterson Gomez. We have to do a separate podcast, not on this channel, about what this scale is and how it works if Michelle Watterson's at 2.4 to 2.5. Because I, I I have questions and concerns now. But so what? You, you have her lower or higher. Well, what is that? No, this is a whole different podcast. Well, how are we rating it if we're just... I, the ratings are solely at my discretion. You're a madman. All right, Chris, who you got? 
Yeah, um, I always tend to give my hot takes away because I'm so excited I can't take it. But uh, Michelle Waterson by submission plus 1,000. This is not even a hot take. I've seen this everywhere. I've seen it everywhere. I get you're on the odds. I've seen so many people taking her. I can't. I can't get my head around. It has to be a hot take of plus a thousand. Look, Pinero is Pinero is just she's she's a lot like um, the who we just talked about against uh, if she can't be a bully against Calvillo. It's it's sort of the same kind of thing, except you know this time it's it's the judo and look. I'm taking the OG of the head and arm throw, which is Michelle Waterson. Nobody can out head and arm throw Michelle Waterson. Don't even try it. I think she's going I think she is going. It doesn't matter. This that trick never dies. I think that Michelle Waterson is going to be the one to get the takedowns here or to out scramble. She's obviously going to be the quicker fighter, more agile on the feet. I think she's the better striker. Um, Obviously, not the more powerful striker but should be able to angle off and use her movement. And I think she's got a good chance of finding the back and, and getting a choke here. I really don't see her like, like who's the last person that, you know, really, really gave Michelle Waterson fits on the ground. It, do, it doesn't really happen. She, she scrambles well. She's good positionally. And Joe, I don't want to hear it. She's good positionally. And um, <laughs> you she set it up yourself. I, I know. Well, I'm, 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 you I'm do that to yourself. But, um, but yeah, I, I just think this line is way too wide. I know that Watterson hasn't really won, although I did get nervous when Joe said the Crocs were cool line because the last time he said that to me, it was the, uh, to try to try to diss my girl JoJo, who put up 100-plus points, uh, I am happy to say, in, uh, in that fight on the last pay-per-view. But I do agree with Joe that Watterson takes this home and – I think she could surprise some people here just by the by the opponent, by the way she crashes distance, by the way she's kind of sloppy. And another one I, I think can't win if she can't be the bully on the ground. So give me Waterson. I, I'm going to take the shot. All right. I'm about to, I'm about to take a, a shot. You ready? You ready? And he watches right. stuff. Maybe he's going to light me up. Kelvin Gastelum, 8,200, taken on Chris Curtis at 8,000. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum is currently, let me get the line out. Minus 125. Chris Curtis is plus 105. Chris Curtis has terrible MMA environment IQ. You're going to bitch you're not in the main card because of rankings and this and that, and Raul Rosas Jr. is. You know who sells more? Not you and Calvin Gastelum. The crying after the Hermanson fight is just really grinding, grinding my gears. And now just, just – are you paying attention? Bro, are you are you there? Because I don't I don't think you are. Yeah, he's an 18 year old potential star. You are journeyman fighting to get back in there. It's also you know you're leading into the pay per view. Have some kind of awareness. Focus on your fight, and shut up. Yeah, I can be a keyboard warrior too because I don't like Chris Curtis. Just come on, dude. And I was a fan. I am still a fan of him. But just I just I disagree vehemently with his take here. And I'm not even – I don't even like Raul Rosas Jr., really. I think he's going to win. But I, something about me like – he's got an enormous melon. Something about him just is not right. Like, I get – whatever. But uh, the whole thing is aggravating. And this fight aggravates me, as I mentioned in the lead-in before, because I, I don't know which one of these guys is going to show up. 
Am I going to get crying Curtis who can't cut off her Manson? Am I going to get Kelvin who's going to try and wrestle? Is Kelvin just going to eat shots? Is Kelvin going to retire? What's up with Kelvin's eye? What's up with his teeth? What's what, what are we doing? Who's that? What's going to happen in this fight? Like, give me Chris Curtis by he touches the bigger head more times in a decision, but I don't like this fight pretty much, period. All right, somebody save me from myself. Who's I up? Think it, I think it's Sean. Oh, it's it's me. All right. That's you. You're um, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and, and, and save Sean from his existential crisis here and say that Did anything um, I say totally off base. Well, I mean, not really. It's just that I he doesn't bother me as much as he bothers you. Maybe that's because he talks about Metal Gear Solid a, a lot, and I'm a big fan of those games, so I instantly like him. But um, video game guy, but <laughs> have some awareness. I get it, but uh, I actually do like him for this fight. Um, when all is said and done, I mean, I know that Hermanson fight was a bad look, but three out of his four wins, um, uh, 109, 106, 95. He's a real good boxer. He can throw in combination, put them together, mix targets, all that good stuff. And Kelvin Gastelum, I just don't know what he has left. I mean, he's probably going to try to wrestle. I, is, is Chris Curtis's takedown defense rate still 100% or did somebody get him? I think it might still be 100 I think it's 100. Um, but so I don't think that works for him. And if that doesn't work for him, I don't know what he's going to do because he has become, as he's regressed, I think, he's become so like, you know, not there. Just one of those fighters who falls into that trap of not throwing enough, not uh, certainly not wrestling enough, although that wouldn't help him here. But I think Curtis is, is kind of going to take over this fight. Gaslam's hard to finish. Uh, so this might be a better bet. I think it's like plus 110 or something. I think any plus money on Curtis is pretty good. So, um, yeah, I'm taking Curtis. I like him here. I think I don't think taking a shot is out of the question. I just think Gastelum's a little too tough um, to get anything out of this but a cash play. And maybe like a little less than that. Maybe like 76, 78. Like 78 to the 84 range is probably where I would put the score here. But I do think... Uh, Curtis wins, and there's a little bit upside there if you want to take a shot at it. But uh, the pick here is Curtis. Joe, who yeah, you got? I, I don't want any part of this fight in DraftKings. Um, but I you am want any I part am, of the argument I started. Come on, I, I am. I am betting on on Gastelum to win, though. Oh, um, yes. yeah, I like I like Gastelum to win here. Um, <clears throat> I think this is probably the most favorable matchup he's had again since I don't have to say it, Chris. But this has been say it. The, say it. this has been the most favorable matchup he's had since you know. Jordash mm. jeans. I don't know. Whatever, yeah, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. So I, I like I like him here, but again, much better as a bet than as a DraftKings play. I don't see this fight. I see this fight going to decision. I don't see this fight um scoring very highly. Anecdotally, um, you know, the guy who need Gastelum in the mouth and ended up like pushing his teeth in all different directions, um, got really bad staff and almost lost his leg. Um, really kind of interesting side story. You guys like narrative. Um, but I'm, I'm on Gastelum here. Nobody likes narrative as much as you, Joe. I'm a narrative guy, man. All right. It's time for the main card. We're going to take this weird pause commercial break for the podcast platforms and we'll get right back to you. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. 
Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As my car's been, car salesman pitched. You guys like it? I love it. Really cringy. I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to be as cringy as possible, everyone. I'm just, I'm going to try and break you. Be cringy. I don't know what I'm going to do next month. I got to start planning. All right, let's talk about the main card. Row Rosas Jr., 9,100. Take it on Christian Rodriguez at 7,100. Line on this fight. Rosas minus two. Depends where you look. Between 215 and 250, depending on the book. Uh, yeah. Christian Rodriguez, you can get between plus 185 to plus 200. Uh, I've seen a lot of people take the shots on Rodriguez. I get it. UFC knows how to build a star, though. This is a good fight. I, you also got um, Rodriguez missing weight. And it, probably because he ch- knows he can't get taken down here. I just I think Rosas gets him down and gets a submission. I get the guys wanting to take a shot here, but I would I would rather spend my shot on derailing Joe Pfeiffer than derailing Raul Rosas Jr., just stylistically. Could be wrong either way, and I'm going to have a little bit of Rodriguez. I'll be underweight, but um, I feel like people are discounting Rosas in this fight. I don't I don't think this is a spot where the hype train falls off. Joe, who you got? Yeah, I mean, I was – I actually – I did um, I did a pod last night with Kevin and Big Marley, DFS Army, and I picked C-Rod um, based on information that I had received in listening to Santino DeFranco, who – is, you know, the head trainer at Fight Ready, I guess the owner of the camp. Um, you know, C-Rod, even though it says Rufus Sport, he actually has done most of his camps at uh, at Fight Ready in Arizona. And, you know, just talking about how good his jitsu is, is good, you know, and how tough a fighter he is. And I was going, I was picking him based on that. And then this whole debacle with the weight and the fact that he just didn't even, like, look good. Um, whew. I am. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna change any of the lineups I already built that had C Rod in them because I hate doing that. But I'm probably not gonna have the same amount of ownership um, that I had, and I now am kind of. I'm, and I'm actually changing my pick to Rojas um, for all the reasons you mentioned. Um, you know, the hype train, the UFC. Um, you know, I thought this is obviously gonna be his toughest test, and I thought C Rod was live. I just don't know what happened in training away from fight ready, you know, why did he have an issue making weight? You know, this is narrative that I, I, you know, unless someone has some inside info um, that could, that they could share, I don't understand. Somebody call James Krause. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, 
So I, I'm going to switch my pick to Rojas for the purposes of this pod, just simply because of what happened today. I, I, I'm, I'm down with it. Joe, who you got? Chris, you got? Sorry. Okay, so I um, I made the mistake of trying to fade Ross in his debut because I just thought, you know. Mistakes were made. Veteran I just thought, you know, veteran. And I, my thing was I, I, I had too much, like, I was seeing, like, the ghosts of, like, Chase Hooper where I said to myself, okay, I have we have an 18-year-old kid here who maybe he was 17 at the time of the fight. Was he 18 or 17? I think he was still 18. I think he was 18. I think. So – we have an 18 year old kid here who wants to, who needs to use grappling as his base. And I just don't know if he has, if he has the strength to do it. He lost, he lost position a lot in that, in that uh, contender series fight. He did pull it out, but you know, he looked in control against Perrin tore through him. I was really impressed with that. And then you have a guy like Christian Rodriguez who's been taken down 10 times in three UFC fights. It just doesn't look good. And I know, that Christian Rodriguez caught a sub on Joshua Weems when Weems took him down. I think if he tries to grapple with Rojas, he is going to be in trouble, not for the least of reasons, then Rojas is going to be the longer fighter here, which helps when you're grappling. I just think that um, Rodriguez isn't going to have that much for him. Uh, the length is going to help on the feet as well. I don't like how flat-footed he stands. That's probably why he gets taken down so much. And I don't think he can. Uh, I don't think he can hang on the ground. I actually, I'm actually, I actually picked submission for uh, for one of my uh, bet plays. You still get plus money on that. I think it's like 155, which you really is a lot. I think so. I think so. I, I like that play quite a bit, actually. Though. Yeah, as, as as did I. I think that uh, I think he gets it done here. I think it's on the ground, and I think it's by strangle. So. Uh, I'm going Rojas. Rosas. All right. Next fight up. Let's talk Kevin Holland, 9,300. Santiago Ponce 6,900. Holland minus 235. Ponce plus 200. If Kevin Holland has any kind of interest in the fight game, I'm sorry. Ponce is too old. I think Holland's length will be there. They'll stand a strike. I don't like the 9,300. Uh, really? Ponce live? Sure, because the Holland can no-show. I mean, he's clearly, I think we've seen a little bit of here, a little bit of, of, of deterioration from him. Also wonder about the hand from the Wonder Boy fight. Some variables, some narrative there that could put you on Ponzinibbio. It's not my least favorite shot on the card, um, but I'll be on Holland. But I think there's there's more places I want to spend my money up top. But I don't hate Kevin Holland, and he is the pick. Um, just first, Joe, who you got? Yeah, so before we talk about that, I don't know if anyone is um... – playing MLB, but the cause, the cores field factor is in effect today. And you got to love it when your $2,500 outfielder and your $2,900 third baseman lead off the game going back to back. Um, this is the first MLB lineup I put in all year. And the only reason I'm playing is because they're, they were offering uh, UFC Rainmaker packs. <laughs> so uh, I put in a yeah. lineup and, and my, my guys go back to back. Okay. So let's talk about the fight. Um, yeah, I I would love, love, love to think that Ponzinibbio had a shot. Simply because building lineups with Ponzinibbio's salary is incredibly easy. Um, as as you know, people who have been doing early builds can can tell. The problem is I am less and less convinced as the week goes on that, you know, 
Kevin Holland's athleticism and speed is just going to do him dirty. Um, and I, I am less and less confident that, um, you know, Ponzinibbio, who beat the least athletic guy in the UFC coming off the couch, and it took him three rounds to do it. And he was probably losing that fight going into the third round when, you know, the great white Buffalo, um, you know, Alex Morono, um, you know, I, I, you know, it was just, it was as impressive and as unimpressive a win as you could possibly have. Um, and I just, you know, Kevin Holland is got bad fight IQ. He's a bit of a clown. Um, but it's hard to pick against him here and it's hard to give Ponzinibbio a shot. I don't know how I feel about this fight, you know, backing Kevin Holland for DraftKings. He's not fitting well in my builds. Um, you know, I, as I said, Ponzinibbio fits a lot better. Um, but give me Kevin Holland. I might actually, we, we might, we might, we might have to, we might have to make a haircut bet. One yeah. You, 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 your hair is a little crazy, buddy. Yeah. I, I, I go to my barber and I tell him I take off everything but the eyebrows. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's, um, Chris went first, right? Uh, no, no, no. I didn't go yet. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you know, I, I know you see the hair and you think, oh, he was, yeah. He was. I was like, yeah, he's so, this, this fight's got him all kinds of, in yeah. all kinds of ways. He's not interested. But um, so you ranted before. It's kind of uh, time for me to mini rant now. Like, so if I was Kevin Holland's coach or one of his coaches, I would have just said, goodbye, I'm not training you anymore. If you are facing Wonder Boy and you fall into mount, essentially, and then you just get up because you say, I don't feel like wrestling, then you don't want to win fights and I don't have time for you. Go away. Go do something else. You clearly don't want to do this. Why are you wasting time? I have guys in the gym who probably are training their asses off who actually want to fight. So you can go do whatever. You can go on the kickboxing circuit or do whatever if that's more fun for you. And 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 get out. Or or or, or take it seriously, which I don't think he's gonna do. Okay, and Rand. Um, I think that um Ponzinibbio, and this kind of bleeds into that and why I'm picking Ponzinibbio, is because I think his toughness might be enough. I fully expect Kevin Holland to come out and use that speed, as Joe said, and some of the explosive combinations he can put together. But um, I think um, I should say, too, that when you talk about getting off the couch, I'm quite certain Kevin Holland is getting off the couch, too. I don't, I don't see that guy putting in the hard hours training. But uh, I, may, I could be wrong about that. I don't know. But uh, – so I think that as this fight wears on, I think Ponzinibbio is going to get closer and closer. I said he's lost agility. There's no question. His angles are still pretty good. He can still um, sort of trap Kevin Holland against the cage, which a lot, a lot worse fighters in terms of footwork than Ponzinibbio have done that before. John Phillips did it for a little while. Uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio can do it too. I, I think that um, he's liver than you would think. And uh, I agree that it's easy to build lineups with Pontinibio in there. And I'm going to take that to heart. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try and see uh, if I can do it because I, I like him enough to take a shot. Kevin Holland, not that explosive a finisher, certainly not a one strike finisher. And that's enough for me. So I'm, I'm taking Pontinibio here. All right. Now we can go ahead and talk about the next Fight, which I go ahead pulled up here. All right, it's Adrian Yan as eighty five hundred, and everybody's favorite underdog Rob Font at seventy seven hundred. 
line on this fight. Let's start there. Uh, Giannis is minus 190. The li- there's line value on Adrian Giannis. Despite everybody picking Rob Font, the line value is on Adrian Giannis. At minus 190 comeback on Rob Font is plus 165. Uh, when Rob Font wins, he, he da- has put up decent DraftKings scores, including... 114 points in a loss, which is just bananas. Look, Rob Font wins rounds until you hit him. That's a problem when you're fighting. It's a very large problem to me. Adrian Giannis can strike. I think he's going to be – and I don't think – and, you know, that's what Cheeto does. Like, there's a typical Cheeto fight last time out against Corey Sandhagen, and – so I'm not overly impressed by what Rob Font did. I think this is going to be a competitive fight. I just think Giannis is the cleaner striker, especially when you mix in his kicks. I think the kicks will be a big factor in this game, in this fight. Leg kicks, moving around. I like Adrian Giannis. I get Rob Font is live, but you think he's going to put up a buck 20 against Adrian Giannis? I, I have a hard time seeing it. And the fact that everybody likes him makes me like him less, which is game theory-wise. Uh, Chris, who you got? Yeah, I don't get it either. They're just way too hurt of him. Oh, way shit. Too That's not good. <sighs> Look, like you said, he, he, he could be winning. I mean, I don't remember offhand the numbers on that Cheeto Vera fight, but he outstruck him by like 100. He had like 270 strikes in that fight. That, that's the craziest scoreline I've ever seen in an MMA fight. 114 and, in a loss. And uh, it's not even that he outstruck him by that much. It's that there was no doubt who won the fight by the end of it. Like the 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 but the stats looked like that, and everybody knew that Cheeto Vera won the fight because Rob Font can just get caught. He just like there's the they, there's this, the new MMA meta now is okay. Throw a lot of strikes, be active, be aggressive, overwhelm your opponent. But that doesn't work if all you do is stand right in front to be hit. There's other guys who can do that way better than you. And Giannis is not only one of them, but he's slicker. He's got better footwork. He, he does everything better. He's not. He might not be faster. That might be the one thing that he's not. But um, I I don't. Hand speed. Font has probably has better hand speed, but the Giannis is quicker. No. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um, Joe is gonna is gonna school me in a minute here. I'll be. I'm I'm on eggshells to hear it because I don't get it. So Joe, I don't know why there's no line value in Adrian Giannis because because Font should be favorite. Um. First of oh, all, Adrian Yanez is not in the same stratosphere as as Vera or Jose Aldo, right? I will give you this. Font does not wear damage well. Font has got the best floor on this entire slate, right? Um, time, time. Well, it's not about it's about what happens when he gets hit. Those two sentences don't make sense to me together. Doesn't take damage. Doesn't wear damage. Doesn't take. He doesn't damage, wear so he damage well. Damage. That's why it lo- it looks bad to it looks bad to the judge. Doesn't take damage though. I'm worried that damage, you get you get. Hang on, you get knocked down a bunch of those by times. Cheeto, by Vera and Aldo, who are two of the hardest hitters in, in the division. Giannis doesn't hit that hard. Giannis lost the first round to Randy Costa. Come on, wait, 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 you know, Aldo, especially late Aldo. Especially late in, career, Aldo in was. What, in what universe is Adrian Yanez a favorite in this fight? Like, you should back up the truck and take all the font that anyone's willing to give you at plus 160. This, I want everybody to remember this because this is going to be a this big one. This line should be flipped. Every, every sports book flipped. right now is like, oh, okay. Rob, Rob Font, Boston Tough, 
spars with Calvin Cater. Boston tough getting knocked down constantly. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, Giannis has fought nobody. Nobody. Okay, I will give him props if he fights, if if he could beat Font. I will give him a lot of props. Um, but like I Font is gonna pepper him with the jab. Giannis starts slow. Font's gonna pepper him. Oh, by the way, Font's gonna get at least two takedowns in this fight. At least two takedowns in this fight. You might get one in a little bit of better fight IQ. Like okay. For for what it's worth, he 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 could not knock out the ghost of Cody Garbrandt in five rounds. He, for, for he, he just wanted to beat him up. Um, all right. Anyway, all he's got to do is pepper that jab and score. That's all I need at his price point. I'll take the 114 points in a loss. I will take that. Some of the score lines are inflated. I remember the last five Rob Font, last three Rob Font fights were five rounders that went yeah. all five rounds. Oh, I, I so get it. I get some it. Inflation there. I get it. I totally get it. Um, I, I like that. I like that he's taken a year off since that fight against Vera. I that like is him. good. That I like that. He, I like. I like his training partners. Um, I like everything about him in this fight. I, I don't. I don't understand the line. I, I get that Giannis is a good fighter and has a future in the, in the UFC, but this is too much for him. I mean, let's let's do a little bit better than split decision wins against the likes of Davy Grant and losing the first rounds against the Randy Costas of the world. And then well, tell, me, then tell me that you're ready for Rob Font. It, okay? needs, it needs to be said that Randy Costa is a nightmare in the first round. He is. Oh, come on, man. He is. This, okay, I mean, whatever, whatever. This he sounds start, like a good he starts slow. He we just said we, need, slow. we just said we needed a hair bet. We doing a hair bet? What's going on? Well, I mean, well, how much more can I shave off? I mean, yeah, well, I know. no, no. But, but I, I, mean, I mean, Joe's got to put up, I mean, Chris has got to put up his hair. But Chris, what is that going to take from you for, to, to, to do that? What, what's Joe got to offer up? I don't know. I, I I could send him the hair and he can wear it as a wig. Oh, that's, just, <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that's just what I need. That's um, terrible. Okay, oh. guys, you, you like, you, I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. When Rob Font schools right. Adrian Yanez, I'll be under you know, at least. At, at least now I'm gonna enjoy watching this fight because it's sixty percent Rob Font too much. I don't know, maybe. Oh, oh my God! We'll yeah, well you you you. I mean, if you're right, you're gonna. I'm gonna you're... die on my sword with Rob and Evan that's fine. Font. Take take a stand on it. I don't want to take a. I don't want to take a stand uh, on the guy who gets here. hurt like that. that. That's fine. Everyone's gonna make a stand. It's how you have to play. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the Coleman event of the evening. Gilbert Burns, 9,600. Jorge Masvidal, 6,600. Line on this fight, minus 425 Burns. Masvidal, plus 325. Um, guys, Masvidal is old. He's slow. Yeah. He would have lost to Burns in his prime. And he ain't in his prime. And Gilbert Burns is a fucking killer. Like, uh, hey, Gilbert Bur- hey, Jorge Masvidal fanboys, you better hope Gilbert Burns is in a good mood tomorrow night and decides to carry Masvidal for a little bit and or show out because if Gilbert Burns wants to end this quickly, I think he will. I think he can. And not a believer in Masvidal. Masvidal, great job. You know, similar to Anthony Pettis. He's done a really good job getting paid and playing up the end of his career as a veteran. He's, he's really similar in that way. Pettis is getting paid well by – Game bred MMA, shockingly enough, and you know, and and took PFL money. He's really good job navigating it. And Jorge Masvidal has taken that Ben Askren knee that's tattooed on him now, and just 
and ridden it. And props to him. But in terms of handicapping a fight, Gilbert Burns is is different. Good luck, Game Bread. Gilbert Burns is the pick. Uh, Joe, who you got? Yeah. Um, you know, what I really like is how um, chiseled Masvidal, look, Masvidal looked on the scale, how hyper-focused he was um, for this fight. Tongue in cheek. I can't even say that with a straight face. No, no. He, he looks like he looks like the Cuban Pillsbury Doughboy, and uh, he is—he's clowning. Uh, did you see that? Did you just see the video about the altercation he got in the parking lot after the weigh-ins? I mean, you know, like what the hell, dude? Like, you know, like I think Kobe he's leaving his gloves too, in the octagon, yeah. win or lose. And I, I'm thinking he's going to lose. I, I like Burns um, in a big way. It's hard to get to Burns at 9.6k. Um, you, re- you really have to take a stand. Um, but uh, I like Burns quite a bit here. I mean, look, Masvidal's got that power. He could catch him with something. But I don't think Burns is I don't think Burns is going to be stupid here. I mean, God, the, the guy went the distance with Hazmat. You think he's going to really worry about an aging Pillsbury Doughboy Masvidal? Come on. Gilbert Burns all the way. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Chris, who you got? Yeah, he can't do anything else. He looked so bad against Colby Covington. I mean, this was a guy who was known for like his footwork at least, and he and he just looked so like stuck in the mud and just unagile. Maybe he was just worried about the takedown, but I hated it. Now, the one thing I will say is that Masvidal has a really good jab, and Usman's jab basically beat Gilbert Burns. Um, but again, I think. I think these are different animals. I think Gilbert Burns um, takedowns whenever he wants them. I mean, if this were, it's tough because there, there are elements of Masvidal's game where you're like, eh. like I, I still think about when Damian Maya said he was the best jujitsu fighter he ever fought uh, after their fight. Um, so I do wonder sometimes, but I just can't do it. Uh, Burns is too powerful. Masvidal is too old and slow. And I think I just think um, there's not going to be enough sustained offense for Masvidal. He might put a, he might give you he might give you a legitimate scare again. You know he might clip uh, Gilbert once, but I think Gilbert recovers and like gets a takedown and it'll be fine. I don't know. I'm with Joe. I don't think it's. I think it's hard to get to him. I'm not going to be on him all that much. I think um, the one I'm thing. Find a way. The one thing is Masvidal doesn't get sub. The only sub I think is that's on his record is that weird reverse triangle hangman thing that was, uh, what was that, in Bellator like 15 years ago. So he doesn't get subbed, and if that doesn't happen, I just don't think, um, like, Burns isn't a consistent enough wrestler to do, like, rinse and repeat, and um, I don't think he's going to catch him out. So I'm going to kind of stay away from this fight, but um, cash play, um, the answer is Burns. Wow. Break up the Washington Nationals. Woo! Oh, okay, okay. Let's 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 keep it focused here because we're on the main event. Israel Adesanya still a favorite, eighty three hundred, taking wow. on Alex Pereira at seventy nine hundred. Line on this fight, Pereira. Oh, uh, is Izzy's minus one thirty? Pereira's plus one ten. It doesn't matter how many times you beat Israel Adesanya, you will not be favored. And the reason is that Israel Adesanya wins wins rounds until Alex Pereira hurts him and finishes him. It happened. It happened in their kickboxing fights too. Uh, that's because that's how Alex Pereira fights. He, he he is a weight bully. He's enormous and he hits like a fucking truck. And it's the left hook every time. It's always the left hook. Doesn't it's matter actually plus coming. 120. The line's moving back towards Izzy now. Can you believe yeah. it? That's that's a little crazy. Um, so I, I am. 
I am still picking Izzy, but barely. And I'm just going to play both sides. It's To me, it's a coin flip fight. We've seen it play out a bunch. I think it's a, it is what we think it is. And that's fine. I'm going to stack. I'll stack it in cash. I'll play both sides. No, 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 no. Don't stack it. Yes. Like, uh, yes, you have to stack this fight. Do not stack this fight. You don't. Yes. You, you actually can ignore this fight if you want. You don't even have to play it. Joe, Joe plays cash different. Joe plays cash. Yeah, different. do not stack this fight in cash, guys. Disagree. Please. I will be. I will be stacking it do, in cash. Do not, anyway, do not play Rob Font. <laughs> play a guy who's been on his ass constantly. Yeah, that's a real safe floor. He may win, but that's a real safe floor in cash games. He's gonna anyway. fall through the floor. How, how about and this? You, I will bet you. I will bet you, Sean. And we we could name the stakes later. I will bet you that Font scores more than either Izzy or or. Uh, Pereira. You got oh, two done. fighters. I got oh. one. Done. 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 Let's do it. Uh, I will bet you Font scores more than either one of those guys. Well, I mean, we want you to name the stakes here. We're live yeah, on well, the figure, figure out what you want to do. You know, we'll, we'll put it up on Twitter, man. You decide. DoorDash. DoorDash a nice meal to the... Uh, oh, yeah, we could do, we can do a DoorDash thing. DoorDash yeah, dinner. Fine. DoorDash dinner bet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. do that. DoorDash dinner. Who wants White Castle? Just kidding. Yeah, what do they have in Long Island anyway? You guys have like restaurants out there and stuff. I mean, we do. I, we, you know, we we just got our third traffic light too. That's wow, really that's cool. amazing. Yeah, and I, I really liked it when they put the plumbing indoors out there too. It's pretty cool. Well, I still like walking outside. Okay, we, yeah. we really derailed here, especially during um, the winter. So I'm it's all I'm, the weaning to shrinkage. <laughs> a lot of that going around. Um, okay, I, I'm on Izzy just because that's that that's kind of the pick. Nothing here is going to surprise me. It is an interesting trend that when we have these immediate rematches, they favor the new champion, which in this case would be Pereira. So it's trend trying to watch out. Like I'm, I typically take stands like Joe is taking a stand on Font. I'll find a, a stand somewhere that I really like and go with it. This is a fight I'm just going to bitch out on. There's st- other stands I'm going to take. I'm going to just split it up and play it. I just I don't have a strong enough take. I just don't. Uh, Chris, what you got? So I took Adesanya in the first fight, and a lot of it had to do with the five-round thing, and it had to do with the Octagon Championship experience and blah, 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 and all that stuff I don't normally pay attention to. And I did, and it almost paid off, but then it didn't. Instead, you look like a big idiot. And Yes, well, I'm used to that at this point. But this time, I think I'm very confident in Pereira. The reason is just the footwork from Adesanya was getting – before he got finished in that fifth round, he was backing himself against the cage all fight. By the way, just you said just this the shit that Adesanya like he's getting crazier and loopier and just delusional. Yeah, delusional. Him on the MMA hour was bananas. Well, you know what? I when I, whenever I heard him talk this week, I thought about what uh, what's his name said who just fought Cheeto when he where he was like, look, it's not all about who wants it more. Sometimes. The guy who's just the better fighter wins, and that's what I, I think about every time I hear him speak this week. Because it's all it's all intensity, and it's all about oh yeah, he doesn't know I'm gonna. This is he's quoting Eminem, and he's doing whatever, and he's look man. It, it's about skills that win the fight, and if you haven't fixed your footwork in the last four months, they kept backing you against the fence where you ate all those left hooks. I don't care how confident and intense you are. First of all, there's not a scarier person on the planet than Alex Barrett. So you're not going to out-intense him. In the, I, did, did, they kept saying that in comparison when Izzy was um, talking to Kevin Gaslow, I'm ready to die. And then 
um, Pereira was uh, across from Izzy and said, I'm ready to kill. That's a difference. That's a difference in mindset, passive and aggressive. And so you're not going to beat um, Alex Pereira there either. I think not only is the floor going to um, weigh him down, I think Pereira might be the better pure wrestler. I, his takedown was a lot prettier than Adesanya's was. Um, he didn't have enough time to actually grapple. He's a, he's got um, Glover Teixeira in his corner. I just like if it a lot more. Top, if he gets on top of Izzy, like, yeah. that's yeah, a yeah, yeah. fucking terrifying place to be. Yeah. And um, I just I, I I like I like a lot of things about him. I think that Izzy, the first Izzy, he's one of these guys when he rolls downhill, he can get going. But if he's not, he has he really has to put his shots like select his shots. And Pereira is not like that. Prayer will just start unloading on you, and eventually he'll find you, especially if, again, you don't have the footwork. So I'm going Pereira, and I'm pretty confident about it, to be to be pretty honest. So Alex Pereira um, and still. Well, that's good, because that makes me feel a little bit better. I mean, I I mean, I mean, have not had a great track record on, on Izzy fights. I've picked pretty much all of them wrong. I've been to um, too many. You, you pick against them like six in a row. I know, and then I bet him, and then I pick him against Ferreira, against... Yeah, so look, I, I all the points you made. I love that he trains with Glover, lives at his house, um, you know, does all that stuff. Is training wrestling with, you know, him and Wellington Thurman, and you know, all the other guys that all the other, you know, Brazilians that that he has up there in Connecticut. I really like that. I mean, Pereira is huge. I mean, he cuts down from two hundred and thirty pounds. I mean, I would think that Izzy could maybe even fight welterweight. I mean, he comes in, he weighs in at one eighty four and a half. I mean, I, he probably didn't I don't think he's cut. making. I don't think he's making Walter weight. He's, no, he's, he didn't even cut weight though. I mean, but, the guy did not cut weight. I always go fight heavyweight. To you know, point. so yeah, Pereira is gonna. I think this is probably his last fight. <laughs> he probably vacates. Alex know? Pereira is gonna make John Jones retire. <laughs> yeah, he's Don't, gonna, John he's, Jones is here for a quick paycheck. I'm gonna. Well, be, first he's gonna move. He's gonna move up to to two hundred five. No, I think gonna, I think he's gonna jump right to heavyweight. That would be awesome. No, you know, you know, try to become a three. I would honestly love that. Winner title. Honestly, I want him to stay because I want to see Robert Whitaker take yeah. on Alex Pereira. Well, in any case, he's not uh, stay. I, I like Pereira, but I mean, you know, it's it's based on based on the fact that I have not picked any Izzy fights correctly. I'm, I'm a little tentative about it, but I do like Pereira. I do like his 7.9k, right? Um, I do like that a lot. Uh give, give me Pereira here. I'll have a few shares of Izzy. I, I do think one is I think this is an awful stack for cash. And two, I think that you could play less of this fight, less of this main event than you would normally play a five round main event. I, I think you could, you know, you could maybe fade this fight 30, 40% um, if you wanted to in GPPs. Um, because, uh, you know, I would be very surprised if either fighter scores a hundred um, in this, in this fight, um, either fighter, either fighter. So give me, um, give me Pereira here. Um, I don't think he's going to get it done early. I would love it if he did, because I'll, I'll be overweight to him and underweight to Izzy. But I think this is probably going to go late. Um, maybe he gets a late finish. Maybe he gets a earlier finish. But give me Pereira here. All right, guys, it's time for hot takes. Chat, drop in some hot takes. We'll read out a couple. Give you a shout. Guys, you got one queued up. Who's got a hot take ready? Uh, I have one queued up. Uh, I'm going to give you, you a, guys a bet that I played um, earlier today. 
Um, it is a, um, it's the same game parlay with multiple fights, right? So follow the logic here. I've got Steve Garcia to win and under one and a half rounds, which is I, which is how I think it's most likely Garcia is going to win, considering yeah. he never goes beyond one and a half rounds. That's plus 600. I got Jacqueline Amarin to win by submission. That's plus 150. And I got um, Ignacio Bajarundes, um and over 299 seconds, which means essentially over a round, um, minus 135. When you parlay those together, okay, it comes out to almost 30 to 1. And I put $67.89 on that parlay to win $2,000. So I got it here, guys. Again, in case you guys want to tail it, Steve Garcia to win in under one and a half rounds, Jacqueline Amarin to win by submission, and Ignacio to win and over 299.5 seconds. 29, 30 to 1. I like it. Guys in chat, where's everybody in chat tonight? It's actually a quiet night for you guys. guys Well, you know, it's, it's a combination of Passover and Good Friday. That's true. Guys, somebody tell me Passover. The food is I Passover food is the worst. It's the worst. As Adam Ferrara once said, our people have suffered enough. Can we fix this, please? <laughs> anyway, Chris, you got one? I do. Um four figures. Michelle Waterson by submission. Plus <laughs> one. That's thousand. right. I forgot one. about it. I like it. Let's like go it. ahead and let's say that. Mm, mm, thought I had one. Yeah, let's go, Cameron. Is that a hot take? What would be the odds for that? If Fon T. Kilianas, let's go, Joe Cameron. You kiss ass, you Joe. Like, I love Joe too. I'll, I'll but, tell you exactly what that uh, is. While I'm Fon struggling by, to find, to find right here. Look, go, go look it up in Fantasyland, and then, and then tell Fon us. by KO you. is plus six fifty, boys and girls. No, I mean Joe. How are you not playing that? Well, I mean, I, I, I I'm happy if he wins a decision. I don't care mm-hmm. how he wins. I, I think in general this is not going to be a high. Now watch the high, the winning score be eight hundred. No. I don't think this is going to be a high scoring a high scoring night. Winning GPP score under six hundred. Wow. Okay. I, I think we're in for a lot of. I I, I am. I don't like this card. Now he's well, probably I like down. it a lot less since Chris Barnett pulled out. Yeah. No. No. In general, I, I always play DFS and I love the sweat for that and I love the game and the sport. But in terms of building a card, it feels pretty meh. And Chris Carter still can't make the main card of it. So suck it. Anyway, that's what I got. <laughs> on that um, note. On, on that, that note, note, that's all we got for Fight IQ. Make sure you go to rotowire.com slash free 10-day free trial. Help the, to all their premium content. No credit card. It's free. More importantly than that, as much as I love the, the Fight IQ, the, the Rotowire guys, I love us, the Fight IQ guys. More hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Help us out. Get this out to everyone. Let it be so Chris Curtis can see it and I can trigger his sensitive ass. Oh, wait. You know I, got, I got another hot take for you. Hold on. Curtis gets a knockdown. That's it. Yeah, when, he, when he's so angry, he swings at a judge afterwards, which if he does that, I'll like him more because nobody likes judges. No. Anyway. Thanks, guys, the invisible man. Yep. Thank you, invisible man. Good Thanks, luck in man. those contests. I'll see you guys next time for Fight IQ. Thanks, UFC Cameron. 288 coming up. Good luck, guys. Somebody take it down. All right. Thanks, everybody. Peace.